Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. This is episode number 1,801. <laughs> 1,801. It's been a lot of them so far, hasn't there? And <coughs> I hope there's going to be many, many, many more to come. So anyway, we are in the Gospel of Matthew, the 26th chapter. And in the previous episode, we read the Matthew account of Jesus being arrested and I told you I wanted to go through all four Gospels, because all four of them speak to this. So let's look at Mark, and we'll see how far we get today. The Mark account is quite similar to the Matthew account, so we'll probably just read through it and pick up Luke. So here's Mark 14, beginning with verse 43. It says this, Immediately, while Jesus was still speaking, Judas, one of the twelve, came up, accompanied by a crowd with swords and clubs, who were from the chief priest and the scribes of the elders. Now again, you notice where they're from. You got a crowd and they're armed. They got weapons, swords, clubs. They're from the chief priests and scribes and the elders, from the religious rulers. The religious rulers are coming to arrest Jesus in this manner. Verse 44. Now he who was betraying him, that would be Judas, had given them a signal saying, whomever I kiss, he is the one. Seize him and lead him away under guard. And as I mentioned previously, you know, Judas is sort of feeling like the big boss right here. But it, it is interesting because it is nighttime, okay? They've got torches and things like that. It's difficult to see people. And um, But apparently they wanted to make sure, and they'd worked out a thing where Judas would kiss Jesus, and they would know that that is the one they're supposed to arrest. They would have seen Jesus. They would have known him. But it sounds like they wouldn't have known him well enough to have been certain that they were grabbing the right man because they were just going to go seize him, right? So, verse 45, after coming, Judas immediately went to him saying, Rabbi, and kissed him. They laid hands on him and seized him, and that him is Jesus. But one of those who stood by drew his sword and struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his ear. And Jesus said to them, Have you come out with swords and clubs to arrest me, as you would against a robber? Every day I was with you in the temple teaching, and you did not seize me. But this has taken place to fulfill the scriptures. And they all left him and fled. That would be the disciples. Now listen to this. Only Mark includes this, okay? So, verse 50, and they all left him and fled. Verse 51, a young man was following him, wearing nothing but a linen sheet over his naked body. And they seized him. So they grabbed this young man also. And he pulled free of the linen sheet and escaped naked. (laughs) Why in the world... And what in the world, right? Why did John put this account in here like this? I'll tell you why. I think John was the young man. I think he was the one. Now, uh, in Mark's account of the gospel, he is uh, given basically uh, the gospel according to Peter. John traveled with Peter. Some people believe that he was actually Peter's translator. He was with him a lot. And so Peter would have preached all these things that he had seen. Peter was an eyewitness account. And Mark is full of eyewitnesses account of what happened in the life of Jesus. And so basically, uh, Mark is giving the gospel according to Peter. Okay, And so uh, 
But John, I mean, Mark did not follow Jesus as one of his disciples and apostles during the three years that Jesus was on earth. But he was there that night, I think. I think this young man is probably Mark. And he put in this little two-verse sort of self-deprecating thing that he was the uh, first streaker that we see in the Scripture, right? Uh, That's just an intriguing thing. Now, let's jump over to Luke 22, beginning with verse 47. See the account of Luke about this evening. While Jesus was still speaking, behold, a crowd came, and the one called Judas, one of the twelve, Luke makes an emphasis of that, was preceding them, and he approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? (laughs) So Luke gives us that little insight, okay? The other Gospels don't mention that. When those who were around Jesus saw what was going to happen, they said, Lord, shall we strike with a sword? So Jesus' disciples who were around him would say, Lord, do do you want us to defend you? Do do we strike with a sword? One of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his right ear. So while the rest of the disciples were saying, hey, uh, do you want us to put up a defense? (laughs) Do you want us to strike with a sword now? One of them let him wait. He just reaches out and he does it. Again, I don't think he was aiming for the ear. I think he was aiming for the head, to lop his head off, okay? But he got his right ear. Verse 51 says this, But Jesus answered said, Stop, no, no more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Can you imagine? The guy's name was Malchus. Can you imagine? You've just had somebody swing a sword at you. You've ducked out of the way, spared your life, felt a twinge, realized, wait a minute, my ear has just been cut off. Then Jesus reaches over and touches your ear and heals him and heals you. That's the reason I think that we'll likely see this dude in glory. Verse 52, then Jesus said to the chief priests and officers of the temple and elders who had come out against him. Again, notice who would come out. It's chief priests. There's many of them. There's officers, there's the temple, uh, officers of the temple, and the elders of the people. These are all the big muckety-mucks, save for the high priest. And he asked him this, Have you come out with swords and clubs as you would against a robber? While I was with you daily in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this hour and the power of darkness are yours. Well, that's a little insight we didn't get from the other two Gospels so far. He is telling them to their face, Jesus is saying this, this hour and the power of darkness are yours. We just seen from Mark that Jesus said this has taken place to fulfill the scriptures. So you see the importance of getting the full counsel of the word of God on these things. He's letting them know that, hey, what you're doing right now was actually prophesied. Okay, It was prophesied in the scripture. What you're doing by right now This very hour, this very act, what you are leading into, this is about the power of darkness. And he's letting know you are driven by the power of darkness. Well, we'll stop right here. We'll look at the John uh, recounting of this episode in the next episode, okay? But for now, reflect upon these things and meditate upon these things. Also, thank you so much. Uh, Pass the word about this podcast time. That's the way people find out about it is that other people tell them. And uh, so just spread the news and show folks how to get on a podcast with whatever device they've got. 
Also, if you feel led, go to my website. It's dalemore.tv, and I have a daily blog there. Uh, right now, I'm working through uh, uh, Proverbs, as a matter of fact. Uh, on that thing, it's a different thing than this. But I also put this podcast on this, so everything's in one place. Uh, I put our Bible studies on there. Uh, we do some online Bible studies. We're doing Mark right now, and they're there. And there's also a place at the top of the page right there if you want to help and support everything that we're doing right here. There's a Patreon link that you can do that. So y'all be blessed, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.